This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Hello and welcome to the second bonus episode of Series 4. These episodes serve uh, as a introduction, almost like a prequel to um, uh, the main episodes that come out every Tuesday. Uh, These ones in particular tell the story of how Talia, Zeke, and Barnabas became Team Jollypot. We had the first bonus episode drop a couple of weeks ago. And uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to that one first before (laughs) you jump into this one. And uh, there will be one more after this. Yeah, this is uh, part two of three. Uh, they are at the Rinville Inventors Symposium, uh, where uh, the only one who's there trying to become part of Team Jollypot is Barnabas. Zeke and Talia are just kind of around. So without further ado, let's uh, get you right back into the action uh, for the second bonus episode of Series 4. Enjoy. Okay, so uh, the three of you have uh, journeyed to the Rinville Inventors Symposium uh, for various reasons. Um, Zeke, you have been hired to pilot an experimental prototype aircraft uh, designed by none other than Cornelius Jollypot. Um, Barnabas, uh, you are coming partially to enjoy the symposium and then also partially to, uh, remind Cornelius Jollypot that you are more than willing to join his team for the Atroposian circuit, uh, since he is the only Court Elite member who has not announced a team yet and the circuit is in two weeks' time. Uh, Talia, you are here because you uh, convinced your mother to finally let you go because uh, you are becoming more and more interested in crafting and engineering. And uh, you were hoping that possibly a friend of a friend of the family uh, (laughs) who knows Cornelius Jollypot could arrange for you to meet with him and uh, he could possibly help you with a project you were working on. You all came in and uh, ended up meeting each other on your uh, separate journeys to meet with Cornelius Jollypot and uh, became friendly and... uh, (laughs) Best of friends. (laughs) And um, all got to meet with Cornelius. Uh, Zeke, you are going to be flying a very interesting prototype aircraft the second morning of the... uh, of the symposium. Talia, uh, Cornelius gave your mechanical wings uh, the little push they needed to uh, finally be maneuverable enough for you to utilize them to fly. Um, And uh, Barnabas, you managed to get an invitation uh, alongside Talia to Jolly Pot's uh, observation booth during his uh, exhibition, um, rather Zeke's performance. (laughs) Um, uh, which is happening in the second morning. Uh, it is midday. You guys uh, are uh, saying goodbye to Jollypot. Um, does anyone have anything in particular they're trying to achieve during the first day uh, after this meeting with Jollypot? Or, uh, or shall we move on to the second day? Just seeing the sights, perhaps. 
Um, maybe find some lunch, eat some real Evanglesian food. Well, you do have access to the Great Hall where you saw an abundance of food and drink. I could go there. Oh, Mr. Gunsby, would you like to come with me? And you could tell me all the stories about everything, all the, all the things you're thinking up in that brilliant head of yours for your next book. <sighs> all about the Atroposian circuit and how you'll go on it and be a hero and, and, your, and your, like, compatriots and all the shenanigans. Oh, I can't wait. Maybe you'll meet pirates. It's exciting. <laughs> Have you thought Goodness, of any of that? I... Well, that part's still being still being written. <laughs> we'll see how that goes with the meeting with Mr. Jollypot tomorrow. Right, because he hasn't done it yet. I know he hasn't written the book. He said so. Where's my hotel? <laughs> uh, you have uh, been given lodgings in the uh, in the bronze sector of of town, um, just at the base uh, on the north side of the river. I guess I'm going to my hotel to get lunch, where I'm allowed to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, shall we see you tomorrow then? Well, I guess if you're at the exhibition, you will. Of course. Support our friends. Friends, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. You too. Or oh, break a leg. Well, that's theater. Oh, it, are you not performing? It's, a, it's she different. She does have a point. It's different. <laughs> All right. Good. Good luck then. Thank you. And we shall be cheering you on. Good to know. Indeed, we shall. <laughs> Where can I get lunch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you walk down the hill. Um, you know, different vendors and stuff are trying to uh, uh, to like interrupt you and catch you and, and try and find a burrito. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, down there on the lower end, you find a, a like street vendor who's selling food, and you buy a, a, a burrito, and then go to your little hotel. Uh, and it's quite spacious, actually. For yeah, me. for you, <laughs> <laughs> Barnabas and Talia. Are you guys going straight for food, or are you gonna go see the sights a bit? Or what do you say we work up an appetite first? Yes. <laughs> All right, so you guys wander uh, for the rest of the day. Um, you see all sorts of different inventions. Uh, there's, um, like, clockwork uh, pets. Um, there's, like, uh, one person who's selling, like, peacocks, foxes, uh, like, beavers, badgers. Uh, Small woodland fauna. Yeah, um, as clockwork, like, pets. Like, exotic, exotic pets, but clockwork automatons. That's so exciting. Um, there's, um, uh, there's, uh, various, uh, different inventions, lots of like cutting edge tech, uh, Barnabas, you find some interesting like gun vendors, uh, with like, you know, different modifications for guns. Uh, you do find, uh, there's, uh, there's like an area where all the children are racing, uh, remotely operated, uh, little tiny airships, uh, in like through a circuit. <laughs> Um, and, uh, everyone's having fun with that. Talia, I imagine you jump in on that. Yes, of course. <laughs> so Talia's racing against like 12 or 11 other, uh, uh, like children. 10 others and Barnabas. Okay. <laughs> so 10 children all racing and it's like, you know, the, the, like, there's like kind of almost like a, uh, like a clown who's like, uh, who's like kind of running it and he's like, 
obviously there to entertain children so people can go and do other stuff without their children. And, and he like sees you two come up and he like still does the, like, like the derpy clown act for you guys. <laughs> He's like, all right, <laughs> on your marks, get set, go. And then, you know, you guys all fly around. I guess I need both of you to roll a, uh, uh, dexterity or cunning, whichever one you, you guys want. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Excuse me, sir. I believe something's wrong with, with my airship. <laughs> what did you roll, uh, Barnabas? One. <laughs> and what did you roll, Talia? 32. Okay. So, Barnabas, you, uh, you immediately just, like, hang left on the airship. Like, you, you like, press the controls the wrong way. And uh, your airship crashes into two of the other kids' airships. <laughs> <laughs> and they all, like, hit each other. And the graviton orbs, like, spin upside down and, like, j- propel them down to the ground. Uh, Talia, you're, you're running neck and neck with this, like, uh, with this, like, 11-year-old girl who's, like, sitting there, like, really, like, intently controlling. Oh, uh, I might let her win. Controlling her, th- uh, controlling her airship. Uh, uh, she's like kind of like drafting behind you and everything, uh, and then as you're coming around the final leg of the uh, leg of the the race, um, it's just basically you guys. Everyone else is like crashed or hit their stuff. Everyone's having fun, mm-hmm. um, and she's like sitting there, like kind of like with her tongue, like you know, in between her teeth, like while she's concentrating. And uh, you guys turn the final corner, and she kind of turns it a little too wide and like bumps into the edge of the of the track and falls behind you. And you got clear uh, strip uh, the rest of the way if you want to win. I don't. <laughs> All right, you. Uh, I I I take it. I see she's taking it too wide, and I take it too narrow, and I just bump right into the side. All right, so you clip on the left side of your ship and like kind of spin out of control, and she she recovers from her. Uh, I recover from mine as well. Yeah, but she recovers, you know, from her her bump, and you kind of take a little bit extra time recovering from yours, and then you catch up with her, uh, and she crosses the finish line right right in front of you. Well done. She's like, yay! You won! That's my fifth one! Congratulations. (laughs) Good job, you're so good. Do you want to be a pilot when you grow up? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be the best pilot. (gasps) Varishta thinks I'm going to be a good pilot. Thanks, lady! (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And, uh... Good show. I think something was wrong with my airship. (laughs) Oh, give give over. Let's see. (laughs) You... Uh, well, no, the, the clown guy is controlling oh, all the airships. Right. He's collecting them up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure that's what it was. You could just tell the yeah. story as if you did win. <laughs> You're a writer. Oh, oh, there was one airship race I was a part of that's went really? way better than this. He I'd tells me the story and, and I how, love it. Yeah, uh, for the rest of the for the rest of the day, he's uh, carrying on about this race. Uh, all the like it was, you know, neck and neck battle between uh, him and uh, uh, like a couple pirates, and the only way for him to like secure his freedom was uh, to be on the winning ship and help the winning ship. Uh, so he was like working like partially as an engineer <laughs> on that ship to try and like give the thing extra, uh, and a, and a, a very crafty satyr was able to, uh, really do most of the work since Barnabas isn't necessarily the best with engines and, uh, managed to push the uh, engine enough so that he could, uh, secure his freedom from the pirates that captured him. Oh, I've read that one. Oh, it's so much better when you tell it. <laughs> Uh, it's a lovely story. I love, I love the characterization. It's like the real people. <laughs> well, Miss Nazari, they they are real people. In your head, I know. No, no, no. in, in yes. real life. Oh, look over here. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you find some uh, some like different art. Work uh, that's all uh, like graviton based. It's like floating artwork. That's cool. Um, and yeah, you guys just basically wander around, have a really good time. Uh, instead of retiring to the Great Hall, uh, you actually find like some food on the way. Uh, I assume Barnabas uh, recommends some like true Evanglesian yeah. food. Yeah, some true Evanglesian food. Um, I've never had it. Do you think we could find some here? <laughs> oh, if there's one person that can find food, it's Barnabas Gunsby. He walks two steps to his right to a vendor. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's uh, selling fresh, uh, fresh Evanglesian trout from the uh, from the river, which is something that you haven't had before in Dalvosia. Uh, fish is actually rather scarce where you're from. Oh, interesting. We only ever have these at Mummy's parties, but not this kind. I mean, I think it's usually all cut up and cooked <laughs> when I have it. Yeah, so you have you guys have some kebabs. <laughs> On a stick? How exciting! <laughs> yes, very convenient. Brilliant invention this is. <laughs> I, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys uh, uh, wander around eventually. Uh, Barnabas, you uh, find your way to the inn that you're going to be staying at, probably on the southern side of... Uh, Rinville, and because uh, everything else is like super booked, and uh, you're a man of the people. And then uh, uh, Talia, uh, near the end of the evening, you uh, you uh, retire to the Peveril Manor. I do. <laughs> With a smile plastered on your face, you walk in. Uh, you get there, and a uh, uh, handmaiden uh, approaches you, and she goes, "You must be Virtue Nazari." Yes. Welcome to the manor. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Lord Peveril had some business to attend to. He hasn't made it back yet. Um, we have prepared. We have prepared food. If you are hungry, your your uh, servants are uh, next door in the servants' uh, shack. Sorry, shack. Uh, yes, uh, where where all of the servants reside. Um, and uh, you have full breadth of the manor. Um, though I could show you to your room if you ha- if you like. Um, I would. I would actually like it very much to see my staff. You say staff? Yes. Um, Lucian and Clement? Oh, your servants, yes. Um, uh, they're, uh, I can fetch them for you. Uh, and uh, she goes, um, will you be waiting here? Would you like to... Is there a lounge or something? Yes, right this way. Okay. And uh, she guides you down <laughs> to like you a, so much. a smoking chamber. It's got um, some, uh, some animal heads on the, uh, on the wall. Um, like kind of like half like hunting lodge, hunting lodge half half like smoking room, that kind of thing. Large uh, uh, chairs. You realize, I mean, as soon as you entered the manor, remember how earlier I said uh, uh, if Parliament was as fancy as it was, how fancy were the manors? The answer is extremely fancy, um, almost like rivaling uh, your home uh, in Dalvosia. Uh, which is surprising because um, in Dalvosia, your family are virtues, which is effectively like dukes almost or, or you know, something along those lines. Uh, and Lord Peveril is, is below that, um, but he is... Uh, he's, Amassed a great deal of wealth. He's, uh, is it new money? Very lavish. <laughs> <laughs> very lavish in his decorations. Sure. Um, you sit on the, uh, on the floating... Uh, chair, I How assume. Exciting. 
I've resisted the temptation to look underneath. <laughs> so you sit in the chair and you're by the fireplace. Um, when you sit down, the fireplace lights up. I've resisted the urge to look at that as well. <laughs> and um, a little bit uh, later, uh, the handmaiden walks back in. She goes, uh, she goes, uh, your servants, madame, and uh, and gestures uh, uh, like you know. Opens the door and uh, uh, Clement and uh, Lucian um, walk in, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, "How can we help you, milady? Uh, you've you're coming in quite late. Did you have a good day?" I did. I met Barnabas Gunsby, the famous <coughs> author. Uh, that sounds ex- extremely exciting. It was very exciting. Uh, how will we? How may we be of service? Um. So, uh, are you staying in a shack? Uh, well, it's a. It's a relatively small home, I would say. Are you, are you comfortable there? It's not as good as the lodgings in in Dalvosia, but I wouldn't say it's it's uh, beneath us. No, no, of course not, my lady. Are you are you doing that thing where you just tell me that you're happy when you're not happy? Uh, roll cunning. <laughs> yeah, with people. Oh no, it's a nine. Uh, he goes, no, of course, my lady. Uh, we are quite happy with our lodgings. The, the Peverells have been uh, uh, quite kind. And uh, he smiles, and y- you're not sure if he's lying or not. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, did, I, just, I wanted to make sure you weren't staying in a shack. So if you're not staying in a shack and you're comfortable, then you don't have to go stay in the hotel rooms. Uh, no. But if you'd prefer that, you may. No, of course. We'd like to be here to serve you, my lady. Or you could have the day off, and Clement, like I gave it to you before. Clement and Lucian look at each other, and uh, the handmaiden looks aghast. <laughs> and uh, Clement goes, day off, you say, milady? Oh, uh, earlier I said, as long as you brought my things to the hotel, you could do as you pleased. Right, but it's almost tomorrow. Don't you want us around... In case you need a hand with anything, or... Well, I've fixed my messenger ball, so I can always find you, right? It's your it's your holiday, right? You don't have to babysit me. I'm quite fine here, all alone. Uh, they look at each other, and Lucian, like, turns to you with his, like, eyebrows raised, and he's like, You're too kind, milady. We, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate, uh... A little bit of leisure. We'll take we'll take you up on your offer. Okay, just you know, don't tell mummy, right? And uh, he runs his uh, fingers over his lips to you know lock an invisible key and throw it away. <laughs> Excellent. But if I do need you, you you're not going like away. You're just going to be in the in the symposium somewhere, right? Of course, my lady. Okay, good. And we'll check in regularly just to make sure that nothing, uh, that you haven't left any messages here for us. Okay, good. Oh, this will be good for you and me. Uh, and they both, <laughs> they both, uh, they both walk out. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the handmaiden says, uh, is there anything you need from me, my lady? Um, where am I staying? Could you direct me there? Of course, follow me. And uh, she leads you up the stairs. As you enter, like, the big, like, grand entry hall um, to go up the stairs, uh, you see that um, Lucian and Clement uh, are um, walking out the front door uh, in casual garb. 
and uh, they see you like coming and they're like, oh shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like they really quickly run out the front door. <laughs> Have fun. I suppose it is a bit awkward now that you, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, you get let up uh, and you're given a giant, it's like, it's like bigger than a like hotel suite is your room. Sure. It's, it's like so it's slightly smaller than the one I have at home. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's got uh it's it's got um you know its own bathroom with a with a, like a bath and like you know uh, heated water like uh, aether heated water. Um, uh, it's got a gigantic bed with drapes, uh, a, a writing table, all sorts of things. Um, and she goes, if this room's to your liking, um, uh, it's the one we chose for you. But there are other rooms uh, of similar size throughout the manor, if you like. No, this is this is marvelous. Um, is that? Could, do, would you mind drawing me a bath or having someone do so? Uh, of course. And she does so. Okay. Thank you so much. Is there... Um, is there anything you need from me? Can I, can I help? She looks confused with the question and goes, uh, "No, no, that won't right. be necessary, my lady." Okay, you're you're quite fine. Yes. Yes. Am I free, am I free to leave, or do you need anything else? No, go have fun. And she like nods <laughs> and uh, like nods a little confusedly and then walks out. Uh, and then you take a bath and have a nice sleep. Yay. Um, so. It's the next day, day two of the Inventor's Symposium. You guys uh, head down to um, where the eastern uh, side of uh, Rinville, uh, where uh, a train, the, the main train line that connects uh, Razul and Aldemir uh, branches into a, a second train line that goes north towards Raikun. And... Uh, there's bleachers lining either side of the train track uh, to a certain point, and then there's a large, like, uh, like almost like a like a cattle fence, like, uh, like stopping anyone from having foot traffic, and it looks like it goes like really wide one way or the other. Um, and uh, up above, like some of the bleachers, uh, like near the city walls, um, is like where Jolly Pot's observation uh, uh, deck is. Uh, Zeke, you get there before anyone else because it's, you know, you're setting up. Uh, you actually are instructed to uh, go south, <laughs> like down the line a little bit to get into the train. Jolly Pot has it all set up. Um, and you're to be inside the aircraft uh, r- waiting for deployment. Um, your opponent, um, Izzy Kilkern, is going to approach from the north. Uh, and you're going to be uh, approaching from the south on the train, um, and she will try to intercept you. Um, you do get to meet her before uh, beforehand. Uh, then I go to. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, like, um, she's, you know, uh, in, like, kind of a, a tent nearby where they're setting up, like, it's, it's, like, very early in the morning, barely, like, any daylight, and they're setting up the train and everything and making sure everything's going and doing, like, you know, checks and everything, and she's, like, kind of set up in a, in a tent, and she's, uh, she's using, like, a dirk to, like, clean her, her nails. Uh, she's a satyr, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, she, like, kind of looks and sees you, and she goes, ah, so you're my, uh, you're my opponent. Yeah, we're going to be flying against each other today. All right, well, and she, you know, she is the Dirk and, uh, and reaches out a hand. She's like, uh, Izzy Kilkern, nice to meet you. Zeke Quaglin, likewise. Um, so, uh, I hope you don't, uh, think I'm going to be taking it easy on you. 
Why would you? Good. Because <laughs> uh, uh, if there's one thing I like, it is uh, pulling one over on an aristocrat. And I don't think he knows what he got into with me. He let me pick my, use my own ship. Uh, I hope whatever he's got planned for you is going to uh, have some uh, uh, pack a punch. Because otherwise, I hate to say it, pal, you're screwed. Well, I'm, may the better pilot win. She goes, I will. Like, Probably wink, not. And then like winks at you <laughs> and, uh, and goes, we should get a drink afterwards. Sure. Sounds great. And uh, she hops on like a motorcycle and... Uh, Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> You're like down the line on the, like in the middle of nowhere on the train track. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she steps out of the tent and hops on a motorcycle and she goes, well, I was just here to meet you. I, I always like to introduce myself to someone before I, uh, before I go up against them. Uh, looking forward to it. It'll be great. <laughs> Satyrs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jolly Pot greets you. Make sure you're make sure you're comfortable. With everything, and then uh, he leaves early too because he has to go and like set up up the ways on the line to uh, get all the bleachers ready. Make sure everything's good. He you know you guys to make sure the show is good. Before I get in, I get in the plane ready to go, and I, I do say I say a quick prayer to Gen Z. Dear Gen Z, we don't talk much. <laughs> But I'm going to fly a plane that is very nice. It's not as nice as it could be. I know it's not natural, and you're not a fan of that. <laughs> but it does go in the sky, which you are a fan of. So if you could let this bucket of bolts work, that would be great. <laughs> also, I think the satyr's going to try and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so any help there is appreciated. <laughs> Thanks. Zeke. <laughs> All right, uh, Barnabas and Talia, you guys meet up in um, Jolly Pot's observation uh, booth. Uh, there's there's no one there. There is some food and drink uh, for you to partake in. There's uh, three seats um, on the edge of the the booth uh, to look down. Uh, you can you get an excellent view of like like basically to your right. You can kind of see, like, if you turned your head to the right, you could see, like, a lot of the bleachers and everything, but you have, like, a perfect view of, like, the open field that is uh, uh, stanchioned off by the fence. Okay. And, yeah, you guys get there. Jolly Pot's not there yet. Are there other people in the booth? No, it's just the two of you. Mr. Gunsby, hello. Ah, Miss Nazari, how are you doing this morning? Quite well. Slept very well last night. How are you? I am also well. Slept very well. Not for very long, however. Oh, no? I was, I was entertaining guests at the hotel. Oh, I'm quite jealous. Uh, flashback to Barnabas leading a bunch of drunk people in song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he was at a bar. <laughs> well, that's delightful. I'm so sorry to have missed it. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other chances, Miss Nazari. Do you think anyone else will be arriving other than Mr. Jollypot? Seems like this space could hold a few more people. Have you thought any more about the, the pirates on the Atroposian circuit idea? No, I've been busy. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. I'm so sorry about that. Um, oh, it's quite fine. It's, would you like to it's share your stories that you were telling last night? I'm, I'd be happy to hear them. Oh, you're both here. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Jollypot. Oh, Mr. Jollypot, you're just in time for me to regale you with the story 
of how I saw the Blue Duke in action during the Civil War. Right, right. Maybe, maybe after the uh, after the exhibition, uh, Ms. Dahlia, how did you enjoy the the symposium? This is your first symposium, yes? Yes. I had um, a wonderful time. There were some clockwork um, animals that were very interesting. I would have liked to take them apart, but it seemed mean. And then... Um, he da, smiles da, da, da. at that. <laughs> yeah, he, he just like, he loves, he's like watching you. Like he almost seems to be studying you as you're talking. Like he seems like, he seems like very, very intent on everything you're saying. And like, he like, look, you get the impression he's like, He's looking at more than just your face, and he's listening to more than just your words. I can't imagine why, but that's fine. <laughs> People are weird, and they're weird, weird around me a lot because, you know, they get nervous. So, um, yeah, and I tried trout, which is a thing. <laughs> it was very salty and sweet. It was very interesting. I, we don't have much fish. And it was on a stick. Very, very cool. Oh, yes, the, uh, the classic Evan Gleshian kebab, yes. <laughs> yes, that's a grand invention in and of itself. I never even thought of it. It's like a fork, but you hold it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Saves the motion, yes. <laughs> uh, please, please, take a seat. The, uh, the adventure's about to start. Oh, are we the only... ones joining you today? Yes, this was just going to be my observation booth, uh, but I'm happy to have... Both of you. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Uh, and, and I yes, sit. With I that. bust out my spyglass. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, he pulls out uh, uh, like opera uh, like binoculars for you, uh, Talia. And uh, he he like he kind of like holds them out, and they like build themselves uh, in his hand. Fascinating. He hands them to you. He's like, yes, I thought you might be able to use those. And uh, he puts clips back on his uh, his uh, like tinkering lens and like clicks a couple things to like get the long uh, periscope in it. <laughs> and, he, and then he and then uh, uh, reaches like with one hand blindly to like find like a goblet of ale and uh, and then like sits down and then he's like, oh, this is going to be good. This is only about three years in the making. And uh, he he takes a drink. Uh, please help yourself. I will... Oh, do I have to get it myself? Um, no, that's fine. I get up and I get a drink. I pour it. It's a little messy. And then um, I drink it. Cool. Did you go for wine, ale? Wine, I think. Cool. All right. Yeah. So you pour yourself some wine and a nice crystal goblet. Um, sure. And uh, uh, Barnabas, you grab some... You probably have a plate of food in front of you. <laughs> And some ale to wash it down. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, the, the crowds have already filled up and everything, and so there's a sound of, like, <laughs> you hear a train coming up along the way, and Jolly Pot, like, starts, like, rocking excitedly in his chair. Uh, you see, like, you see, like, a glint in his eye. Like, he's, like, even though he's, like, 60 or so, like, he, like, looks like a boy who's about to, like, open his Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, the train uh, starts coming up and uh, like kind of like slows down a little bit um, for everyone to see it. Uh, it is a new model of train that you guys haven't seen before. And people are like taking like photographs of it and it's like slowing its way through the crowd a little bit. And then it starts to pick up speed again. And uh, it crosses into like the open area. And then uh, that's when you guys need to roll cunning to observe. 18, tier two. Eight. 
Okay, so Talia, you're watching the train. Um, <laughs> uh, Barnabas, you're watching the train and looking around and everything. And then, uh, or Cornelius goes, oh, there she is. Here it comes. Uh, and Barnabas, as soon as he says that, you glance up and you, you spot, like, in the horizon, like, uh, an approaching airship. Not, like, not like large airship. <laughs> oh, look over there. That must be Mr. Quagley's opponent. Uh, you see as a dual propeller uh, plane comes flying in. Uh, next to each propeller are two different uh, guns. It is heavily armored um, and in an, enclased, uh, in an encased uh, pilot's like cabin uh, is presumably um, Izzy Kilkern. Uh, she's got, it's got like custom paints uh, on the front. Um, uh, it's got like a facade that kind of makes it look almost like a dragon. Uh, on the like on the mouth of it, um, and uh, she comes uh, flying in, and um, that's when the train starts picking up speed, and, and you hear the crowd like start to be like, "What? What's going on?" Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they like don't know and everything, and then that's when uh, uh, Quaglin, uh, <laughs> you're uh, you're you're sitting there in darkness in your uh, in your little like confined like you know, there's like a little bit of light from like one gas lamp in, in the, in the compartment with you, but you're just kind of like sitting there. And then, uh, all of a sudden the, uh, top of the car that your, your plane is in opens up, the sun shines down and it, uh, opens up, slides to the side, drops down, making armor plating around that side of the, uh, uh, of the train. Uh, and then the platform that your aircraft is on raises up, uh, you also, those of you observing from the outside, see uh, the other train, like three more train cars do the same, um, but no one is inside those uh, uh, aircrafts, just uh, just the one that, um, the front one, which is the one that Zeke is in. Um, and Zeke, you uh, launch up your propellers and... Yeah, I, uh, I get the engine going and then I take off. Cool. Uh, you get the engines going, you pull the lever, the wings just fan right out. Um, and then, uh, you feel like the train's picked up enough speed and you got your engine going at the right speed that you can just kind of like detach the graviton, uh, uh, magnetech that is holding you to the train and you take off. I need you to roll priority for me. I got an 11. Uh, Zeke, you see ahead of you, uh, your opponent coming, uh, the plane that I described before. And, uh, she seems to be like, kind of like banking, uh, a little bit to try and like kind of swing to strafe you and then turn around. Um, but, uh, you get to go first. All right. Um, I will spend one of my action points to fully focus on my flying. Sure. Cool. So, uh, you, you get a little bit more speed out of this, uh, out of this plane. And you also realize as you push the throttle in all the way to try and close this gap, uh, this thing is fucking fast uh and and like you're even able to like because you're like holding it steady enough you can even pull out just a little bit more speed than that but it's like insanely fast that weird engine you saw before is obviously doing some kind of work because you're just like almost like a blur in the sky as you zip forward and all of you see this like he overtakes the train completely and just like becomes like a streak in the air as he goes flying towards uh flying towards uh uh izzy um, do I have a clear shot on her at this point or do I have to maneuver? So you are flying straight at her, uh, and you can, uh, you can definitely take a shot. You will be shooting at a, do you have the thing that makes you do double? Uh, I can see very far, very well. You're sitting there and you, uh, you took some time to like, you know, 
inspect this gun and everything and and you have a pretty good idea of what like the standard range of this gun is uh but due to your gnomish eyesight you actually do have range on this normally it would be outside of the range of like anyone else firing upon it but like you can kind of like zoom your vision in uh supernaturally and right i can see that her makeup is not very well applied today yeah <laughs> and uh and yeah you can fire upon her uh which is uh she is not prepared for really she doesn't seem to be flying like in a way that she expects you to be able to hit her yet all right, yeah, I take a shot at her. All right. That's a 21. Huh. Okay. Um, so you open fire, and you see as she, because you, you can see her in her cockpit, which, you know, no other uh, creature would really be able to see. Uh, you see her, like, her eyes, like, widen as shock as, like, you, you she realizes you're about to fire on her. Uh, how much damage does this gun do? Uh, it's base 8. So you're doing tw- oh, 24 damage. 24 damage? So uh, you hit her, and uh, she uh, it like hits solidly along one of the wings, like scraping across it. You see like a little bit of like armor paneling like flake off, uh, and she like kind of like wobbles with control a little bit. You feel like she's very staggered by that uh, by that shot, and she was not prepared for you to be able to shoot her that accurately from that far away. Um, uh, now it is her turn. And she uh, she begins to like strafe to the side as she's like approaching you, like uh, kind of continuing her maneuver initially. Um, and she closes up close enough to be able to fire upon you. Uh, so she does so. Uh, that is an eleven. All right. So she uh, fires upon you, and you uh, kind of uh, spin out of the way, doing like a little barrel roll, uh, and uh, the f- shots miss you. And then the second gun fires. You get shot at again. That's a 15. Uh, so uh, the um, this one clips you. Uh, so you need to roll your defense. That's a six. So uh, you get to resist three of the damage, which means you take 13 uh, damage. So those of you spectating, you see as this bullet of a, of a plane shoots off of this, uh, this train, zipping way ahead of it. Um, it fires off a shot at like an extreme speed. Uh, Barnabas, you're pretty impressed by that range. Um, and uh, it, it seems to hit and you see like the sparks of like uh, the uh, opponent's uh, wing, like, you know, getting damaged, which then the opponent starts to move uh, evasively and... Uh, <laughs> Fire off two shots. Uh, Zeke is able to barrel roll off of the first one, but the second one kind of like clips uh, and uh, like takes like a, a, a couple bullet holes like that kind of miss you a little bit, um, just barely uh, like tinking into the body of this thing. Uh, and you hear some like alarms starting to go off as you've taken a little bit of damage, but you're kind of okay. You don't think anything really vital was hidden. Uh, so, you know, you're still flying pretty solidly. Great. Um, in fact, it's kind of weird. You, you know that this thing has like a light frame around it, um, but it, uh, it seems somehow sturdy as well. Like there's something besides just the aluminum sheeting on the outside that is somehow protecting this. Interesting. Uh, I have a satyr to shoot down. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. Um, so I spent most of my time in my hotel room planning out maneuvers that are possible because of my ability to close the wings and reopen them. Okay. Um, so she's trying to strafe me, and what I'd like to do is start the plane like kind of moving one way and start to pull up into a turn, 
close the wings so the plane can sort of rotate in free fall and then open the wings again to be facing her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to roll dexterity for me. <laughs> That's a 16. Okay. Uh, so you, um, you pull up and, uh, do kind of the maneuver you had planned, uh, kind of like getting yourself upwards in that turn. You close the wing, um, and, uh, it spins a little more than you wanted. Uh, and, uh, when you reopen them, instead of you kind of like, like opening them in a way that catches the air to give you the lift to move horizontally, you are kind of nose diving. Um, the, the front engine seems to be a little more top heavy than you had, uh, had you had, than you had, you know, presumed. Uh, and so when you open it, you kind of like go into a nosedive and you tug your way up. Uh, you lose a significant amount of movement doing so. Um, but you manage to pull yourself out of that nosedive. Uh, and now you're a little bit below her in altitude. What am I facing her and with the range to shoot? Her. Yeah, you are able to shoot. Great. I do. Uh, we'll make it a minus one just because of the like G forces of the maneuvers and stuff. Sure. <laughs> That's an 11. Uh, this one she is able to maneuver out of the way of. Uh, she seems a little, like, surprised by your, uh, by your like, maneuver. Um, but because she was already in, like, kind of an evasive strafe, she kind of dips one wing down to drop uh, almost to the same altitude as you. So you shoot over her. Uh, and uh, uh, But now you're flying at her, and she's still trying to compensate for that in turn. Uh, all of you in the, in the crowd see this. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> Barnabas is speechless. He's seen some crazy shit in his day, but a plane with folding wings. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Jollypot, when when he closed the ring, Jollypot was like, "Oh, the fool, <gasps> the genius." <laughs> uh, and now she's going to. Um, turn herself around uh you basically go like past her and she spins around um so that she's like kind of closing in behind you and gets a gets a shot off on you as you're passing her roll that that is an 11 uh so this one clips behind you this time as she's kind of shooting at your flank go ahead and roll uh an armor soak defense roll defense that's a nine that's another three damage you soak, uh, and she got another tier two success, so you take another 13 hit point damage as uh, these bullets kind of scrape over uh, the tail of your ship. Um, again, not really hitting anything vital, but uh, you're you're feeling like that was that one was a little bit closer. Uh, second shot comes out of you. The nine. You're actually fine. Um, she uh, she shoots at you again, um, but she doesn't really re hasn't quite. You were flying directly at her before, so she couldn't quite realize how fast you were moving. But now that you're moving lateral to where she's shooting, uh, she has a little bit of trouble. Like she already she barely hit you in the tail with the with that burst, and the other burst just doesn't catch up, and it, it goes behind you, and you're fine. Zeke, it is your turn. All right, um, I'm gonna attempt a similar maneuver. Um of flipping my plane around by using the, the collapsible wings, and I'm going to do so heroically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so to see how heroic you are, you need to roll spirit first. And that's a 10. That means you get a plus two to this maneuver. Uh, so go ahead and roll dexterity for me. And that's a 13. Uh, yeah. you. Uh, uh, so you... 
push yourself uh, up, like kind of pulling up your nose. You turn yourself around. You close the wings so that uh, you can use that like turn to like flip your ship in a way that it normally wouldn't, given the like air resistance of the wings. And you open them up, and this time you kind of like land it a little bit better. Uh, and you're like flying directly at her now, which, which again she was not prepared for. She was about she was flying lateral to turn around behind you, and you just basically flipped around like 180, and now you're flying directly at her. And you're gonna have enough speed to actually shoot at her and then go behind her from underneath or above, whichever. Then I do that. Okay. That's a 14. Uh, yes, you hit again. Um, so let me see what I soak up. Uh, it's 16 damage. Uh, I soak up six of it, so I take ten. Uh, so you uh, you you do this maneuver. You start flying directly at her, kind of in a joust, uh, and you open up fire. And this time, you manage to like hit underneath her engine as you're ducking underneath her. And there's a uh, uh, and actually, and uh, if it if I can without it costing me action points, because I have none, I'd basically like to at the last possible moment just close the wings and dive under her instead of just like flying under her to play chicken with her. Uh, you could, what you could do is you could slow your ship down enough so that you don't zip underneath her if you wanted as part of your movement. Yeah. I, I okay, like, so that would be like next turn that you get to nose dive. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise you just go underneath her given the speed of your auto. No, I, I slow down. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you kind of are coming at her in a joust. You slow down enough so that you, uh, uh, have like a clean shot. You hit her underneath the engine, like smoke. Oh, there's actually like smoke this time. You feel like you actually hit something useful, like vital. Um, and, uh, she, uh, she actually like her, her ship se- or her, uh, plane seems to slow down a bit. Uh, and now she's going to fire upon you. I super duper get shot. Did you roll a one? Yes. All right. Uh, so I need you to roll defense for me. What'd you roll? Another one. Okay. Uh, so you only soak uh, three. Uh, so, but she didn't hit you very well. Uh, the smoke seems to be getting in her eyes, so she's kind of like having trouble maneuvering and aiming. Uh, so you take five damage. So I have four hit points left. So it's all of my hit points and a wound. And a wound. Yes. Uh, and now your actually your ship is starting to slow down. Your ma- your max speed is slightly reduced. It's almost negligible given the fact that you are a focused enough flyer to compensate for it. Great. Um, and now she fires at you again. That's an eight. All right. Yep. She uh, she shoots at you. This one barely misses you. It almost like kind of like you feel like you can hear the bullets scrape along the uh, the windshield. I can also see them. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, uh, you you managed not to take any damage there, as uh, like it, maybe it was about to hit the propeller. The propeller was coming down, and it went past it. <laughs> um, and now it's your turn again. All right, so I'm going to first shoot at her. Sure. That's a fourteen. Uh, so you're you're flying up uh, underneath her, uh, and uh, you're gonna do that nosedive maneuver. After yeah, I'm basically going to joust her, and then at the last possible second, close the wings and dive under her. Yeah. So you've uh, you're like basically at the end of her turn uh, because you slowed her ship down and you intentionally slowed your ship down. Um, you. Uh, uh, you're you're getting right up underneath her, and you wait to like the right moment, and you go 
uh, and uh, you actually like pull the nose up a little bit as if you're going to like crash into her to get like a clean shot and then you close the wing so that the nose will nosedive so you just like go straight down. Just like the slightest little bit of an upturn gives you that perfect clean shot and you just rake the bottom of her ship and there's like a loud as her engine like just conflagrates and, uh, and she starts because now she only has like uh, basically, that was engine number one that you hit before. Now it's engine number two you hit, and that one's like fucked. Uh, and so she's got like one half good engine that's smoking that she's using to like guide herself to the ground. You nosedive and fan out right before you hit the ground. Yeah, I right before I hit the ground, and if I think this is over, I do a flyby of Jolly Pot's observation post. Yeah, so you uh, you flap open the wings uh, right before you hit the ground, leveling yourself out like there's a kick up of like dust and dirt uh, as you do, and you start flying in. Everyone's like cheering and yelling, uh, and Jolly Pot's like, "By God, he did it!" <laughs> <laughs> and then and then oh, he's like, "Good show!" And he's like he's like he's like hugging like uh, Barnabas and like clapping him on the back, and he's like, "Ha!" Ah, oh, What's the maniac doing now? What's going on? Has he lost control? Oh no! And like and uh, <laughs> and uh, Artemis and Jolly Pot are like holding each other like. <laughs> and uh, there's a there's a brief moment as I pull up along there that I do a barrel roll so I'm facing and I wink at him. <laughs> roll dexterity for me. That's a nineteen. All right, yeah, you do that. You you barrel roll so he can see you, and I mean, like you're moving so fast that he doesn't see the wink, but you know you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and you like just like right vertical along the uh, along the observation booth, and then like do like a couple like loop de loops and everything, and then move your way back down towards where the train is, which is continuing northward, and you uh, you reenact the uh, the graviton as you're like you know matching the speed of the train, and just shtunk, you uh, land perfectly. Close the wings, and you're lowered in, and the armor paneling on the side of the plane closes up above you, and the crowd goes wild. Thank you, Gen Z. (laughs) (laughs) That was magnificent. He's like, I thought he... I thought he was in trouble there for a moment, but that was some damn good flying by that boy. Yes, very much so. I, I've seen good flyers, but he was really good. Uh, I haven't seen a pilot like that since the Hurricane War. <laughs> <laughs> Even now. Uh, so cheering and everything, everyone's going crazy. Uh, an announcement is made that uh, those with titanium level uh, clearance can uh, learn more from Jollypot uh, about his designs and everything in like a couple hours' time uh, when he gets everything like prepared uh, at the parliament. Um, there's an announcement for Nestor Torchinovich's titanium level uh, uh, exhibition of, of uh, like automaton uh, like vehicles, like vehicles with their own minds. Um, oh, that's scary. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, that's that's to happen in like you know about like five hours time, and they tell people where it is. That's all going on um, as the crowd starts to cheer. Everyone's going crazy over it. Um, uh, your uh, train, um, uh, Zeke, uh, kind of comes to a halt uh, because it's now going to like. Re- re- like move in reverse <laughs> back to uh, uh, to the uh, station in uh, Renville 
and that way you can you know disembark there because Jolly Pot needs his stuff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and you do notice one design flaw is that like it's really cramped in here, <laughs> and like even when you get out of the ship, it's like still pretty cramped. And you're like, if I wasn't like a gnome. <laughs> So does I just thinking out loud? Does the pilot just stay here the whole train ride? <laughs> There's no bathroom. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> and there's no bathroom. Yeah, you re- Is it possible to uh to raise the platform and like climb to another train car? Oh, you can still access another train car. It's just like a cramped, like, you climb out of the, the like, plane, and then, like, you have to, like, inch your way around, like, the mechanisms that, like, control the uh, the platform, and then, like, there is a door, like, that you can go through. There, yeah, I go yeah. to the next train car. And the whole time you're like, if this is cramped for me. <laughs> I'm very small, and this is tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, crowd's going wild. It starts to disperse. Uh Jolly Pot uh, finishes his ale and um, and uh, he goes. So, what do you think? That was fantastic. It was very exciting. Amazing. Yes, I'm, I'm glad it didn't explode in the air. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I got that heating, uh, that overheating problem fixed uh, just yesterday. Yes. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Hey, and uh, how are your wings serving you? Oh, I haven't actually had the opportunity to um, really test them out yet. I was busy seeing everything else, and I, I yes, so, but um, I could try them now if you'd want to watch. Oh, no, 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 I, I have lots of work I need to do, but I just wanted to make sure that, uh, that the augmentations we made uh, were holding up. I'm going to test them. I will definitely tell you as soon as I do. And you're definitely going to stop by later today at, uh, uh, during the exhibit, yes? Of course. Of Excellent. Course. I look forward to seeing you there. Barnabas? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, uh, it wasn't in... Yes, I guess I'll see you there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I have, did you have other? No, no, uh, I was, I was just uh, bidding you good day. But if you're, hanging, are, are you sure you don't have anything you wish to discuss? I can't think of anything at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Uh, we can, we can talk later. You're going to come by the exhibit hall, yes? I have lots yes. I need to do. There's, a, there's a lot of prep work that needs to be done. That bird needs to be patched up once that train gets back. I need a. Did uh, you need help with that? Uh, I, I think I have it handled, young lady. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Um, uh, thank you very much. And then uh, as like, you know, now it's like the crowd is more or less like dispersed at this point. Um, you guys are kind of like climbing down from the uh, from the observation deck. And uh, the train is starting to get like close to where the bleachers are, which the bleachers are already starting to be taken down a little bit. And then uh, there's like, I need everyone to roll uh, cunning notice. Uh, Zeke, you are going to be rolling at a minus two <laughs> because you are in a train and you are not nearby. Only a minus two. <laughs> Tier two. Tier one. I'm in a train. <laughs> <laughs> so tier one's for both Zeke and um, Talia, and uh, tier two for Barnabas. Barnabas, you hear something, maybe there's some fanfare playing or something. You're not sure quite what. Uh, it's like kind of coming from, you're not sure where. You're assuming it's probably like some kind of like parade going on inside the, the, the city as you're starting to like, you know, get closer to it. Um... And uh, you guys uh, are approaching. Uh, uh, Cornelius is starting to, like, he's walking with you guys, and he's about to, like, branch off and head towards uh, 
uh, head towards the um, uh, the train track, and uh, and then that's when you hear uh, uh, the the music is getting louder and louder, and that's when Cornelia seems to notice it, and Talia, you notice it too, and a, a little bit Zeke, you can kind of hear like some some like like trumpety type music uh, playing as well. Uh, so I need you guys uh, to roll cunning one more time for me. This is not to notice something. It's to know something. This is gathering Thank intel. You. I know I'm in a train. Nine. So just tier one. Tier one for both Zeke and Talia. Tier two for Barnabas. Uh, Barnabas, you think you might, like, basically, like, there's, like, a, 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 like, prickle on the back of your neck as you hear this music. And you, you also realize that it's not coming from inside the city. It seems to be coming from, like, outwards, like, to the south. And you're, you're a little, uh, uh, like, confused. And uh, you kind of look that way, and you do see, like, something in the sky approaching. Um, like, maybe an airship of sorts. I mean, there's airships going all over the place, right? It's, the, you know, that's, like, there's, there's not, like, closed air traffic around uh, <laughs> Renville. But one, like, you, you realize that the sound seems to be coming from this one that does it, that's, like, and there's no other airships on the horizon right there. Uh, and you kind of, like, s- s- take a second to, like, listen a little harder, and you, uh, you get the unnerving feeling that the music you're hearing is the anthem of uh, an organization known as the Carnival. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Jollypot hears it, too, and he goes, Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, um, uh, right around when he notices there's, a uh, the, there's a siren inside the, uh, the town, like a, and, uh, uh, you would think it would drown out, uh, the, the song that is, that you hear playing, but as that airship you see get, gets closer, the music gets louder and starts to drown out the siren. And it's like this, this like bombastic, like trumpets and tubas, like a, like a full like brass section and like loud percussion. It's like, it's like very, uh, like it's jovial, but almost like slightly demented and just like pounding, uh, uh, tempo. Just boom, boom, boom. What is that? That would be the carnival. I've encountered them in my travels before. Basically, a bunch of maniacs pretending to be a circus. That's not a real thing. It's a real thing. It's right above us. No, that's not a real thing. And as uh, as you're discussing this, the the um, the airship is getting closer and closer. Uh, Zeke, your train is almost to where the bleachers are. Uh, Jollypot has started to run that way, and he's like. You both better get inside somewhere safe. And uh, uh, he like pulls out like some contraption and talks into it. And uh, uh, you hear Zeke on your um, uh, in in the train. You hear uh, a crackling like, and um, Jolly Pot's voice rings out throughout the train. And he's like, "Okay, uh, Mr. Quaglin, um, uh, wherever you are." Go towards the nearest door. There should be a, a panel with a uh, with a big brass button. Push that button and speak to me. I push the button. Hey, what's going on out there? Uh, have you heard of it? He's like, he's like, you hear him like, he's like, have you heard of the, the, the carnival? Have you heard of the carnival? 
<laughs> have I heard of the carnival? Uh, I think as a Paldoran, yeah, you probably have. Uh, you know, like you know the name. When when given the name the carnival, you're like they're they're kind of like pirates, but maybe with an agenda, but also full of crazy people who dress up like clowns. And they're like an insane pirate ship, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and there seems to be one of their ships approaching Rinville uh, quite hastily. Okay. Say, Mr. Jollypops, do you have any yeah, rifles? What do you, why are you following me? <laughs> I told you to get inside. Oh, if Barnabas went that way, I will too. <laughs> so Barnabas and Talia, like, you catch up with Jollypot as he's running. You, like, match his speed because he's not the fastest guy. <laughs> and you're, like, kind of, like, just, like, jogging alongside him, trying to talk to him. Yeah, you guys are just kind of, like, jogging behind him. You're, you're both, like, relatively tall. Like, Talia's actually a little bit, uh, like, just a smidgen taller than Barnabas uh, just due to the natural height of Farishtas. Um, but Barnabas, Barnabas is a tall human. <laughs> Uh, but like, uh, yeah, your, your legs are very long and you're, you're both keeping up, uh, re- with relative ease. He's like, I told you both to get inside. It's not safe out here. Is it safe right, in here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Closing comps. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this Mr. is a Jolly weird Pop, town. Do you have any <laughs> rifles laying around anywhere? He shouts, oh, there, there might be a, uh, a rifle or two on the, on, the, on the train, but you need to get inside. You need to get undercover. Uh, I don't know what inside they're Inside the for, train? I'm on it, no, Mr. Jollypop. Wait, wait, no. Uh, so Barnabas goes uh, running out towards, like, beating the pace of Jollypot, sprinting towards the train as it's reversing. Mr. Gunsby! Wait! Don't worry, I'll get you one, too. I don't know where to go. Inside doesn't... S- they're scary. Uh, the the, <laughs> the carnival is getting closer and closer, and then uh, Jollypot kind of looks up and he realizes the, like, ship is almost on you guys. He looks at that, looks back at how far you guys are away from, like, the city gates, and he's just like, well, the safest place is in the train, lady, Let's let's go! And uh, he, like, kind of, like, pushes you along the back to try and, like, speed you along, but you're keeping up with him. Like, right. he's having trouble keeping up with you, right. but he thinks he's shoving you. Right. <laughs> and so you guys go running up. Uh, Barnabas, you get to the train first. It is not opening for you. Um, and uh, Zeke, you hear, Ezekiel, we're on the way. We're, we're coming in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jollypot and Talia <laughs> meet up with uh, with uh, uh, Barnabas. Or sorry, uh, pull them on the train. And you you try. You're not in the train yet because you're having trouble getting inside it. And um, and Jollypot like kind of like jumps up. He's like, "Excuse me, young lad." And he kind of like gestures uh, for you to move. And he reaches in and like grabs the handle and like turns it. And uh, and like it only turns for him. And he opens it up. He's like, in we go, in we go. This is the safest place we can reach. I hop in. I hop in. We help Jolly Pot in. Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, close enough, close enough. Uh, and he, he, like, runs up to, like, the, condu- uh, the like, conductor, and he's like, stop, stop movement, stop movement. We don't want to draw attention to ourselves. Uh, um, s- and you hear as the, like, the loud, like, like, anthem is, like, right above you, almost drowning out all the sound. Uh, and you hear screams and stuff. Um, uh, you can there's observation windows uh, like one like the the first train car closest to the like engine uh, does have windows. I go look out. Uh, you see as the uh, this now that this airship is on you, you see it is like uh, garish with like red and white stripes and lots of purple and like weird like gold designs. Uh, uh, it's like got like balloons on it for no reason. 
um, and uh, people are like seem to be like dropping off of it, like either on ropes or like using some types of like hover packs or something to like just like jump off the off the uh, airship into the city. And you hear like a commotion as like you know like there's like gunshots going off and like lots of craziness, uh, and you can't quite make out what's going on. You you can maybe hear some screaming, but the music is really drowning out a lot of what's going on. What what are they doing? Jaipot uh, comes in and like, uh, like looks, uh, you know, peels a curtain away to look through the window as well. He's like, the carnival is full of raving madmen with with some sort of political agenda, uh, uh, with some sort of political agenda, and they they seem to hit targets uh, at random. No one seems to know how to predict them, but uh, it, there must have there must be something that they want in this uh, in this town, and uh, they're going to get, they're going to take it or. Or at the very least, they want to cause mayhem. That's what they're doing here. It's a, it's a classic uh, carnival tactics. Uh, lots of boots on the ground, uh, usually in garish outfits. Uh, not really hurting anyone uh, uh, who doesn't uh, try to hurt them. Mostly just scaring the living shit out of people. Uh, if you pardon my language, milady. They're, they're not hurting anyone? Well, they're going to be hurting some people, yes. We have to stay here. We don't know who they're after. Well... It sounds like the thing they're looking for is lead from Barnabas Gunsby's <laughs> rifle. Onward. Oh, you, you wanted a, I, a rifle, yes. Uh, we we have them back here by the plane. We can't let them hurt people. That's Exactly. I, I toss her a rifle. I let it fall on the ground. Yeah, she ducks out of the way of the rifle as it like, hits what? the wall. Why? <laughs> this is the only way you're going to be able to reason with a carnival. Um, well, I have this very nice sword from my brother, and then also I have these wings. Would you help me just get them on very quickly? Of course. Chink. Milady Nazari, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but but these are these are dangerous men and women out there. I don't know if you're... Those are innocent people. We can't... I mean, they're not my people, but they're people. So... We should help them. Uh, he looks at you, and he looks at, like, Barnabas, like, you know, grabbing, like, one of the, like, rifles and, like, you know, inspecting it and getting ready. And then he, he looks at Zeke, kind of sitting there, like, confused. I am. Is there a bathroom here? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he looks at, at Zeke, kind of, like, just standing there. Uh, and, and he goes, well, um, I, I, the thing about the carnival, and there's a... <laughs> Hey, and uh, you both, you all like hear a loud explosion and you look and uh, from your position, you can actually see Parliament because uh, it's up on top of a hill and you see a part of Parliament explode. <gasps> uh, not like in like a giant like d- destruction, more like a, a precise, like a wall of Parliament blew out. And uh, at that point, the, uh, the airship has kind of like made it up there above the hill and uh, people are like, like ziplining down on ropes, uh, Jollypot goes, huh, apparently they wanted something in Parliament. Um, we have to stop them. We can't not. Well, right? let's head out that way. Uh, Zeke, fine flying. Mind grabbing one of the spare planes and giving us some air support? Jollypot, what are the other planes? <laughs> <laughs> are the other planes? They're just like yours. They're, they're other prototypes. Or is the one I was in, is that the best one? It's slightly better than the others, Okay, yes. I'm getting in that one. <laughs> I mean, I I have a bit of natural ability to fly as well. 
Yeah, Lead they, the way! You're proposing that you and uh, that the three of you engage with the carnival in the air? I can't fly a plane, but I can engage them on the ground. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I'm not a tactician, but but I feel like if you can puncture their balloon, then um, they can't hurt... Well, they're stuck, so they'll hurt more people here, but no one else anywhere else. Uh, the so the the, <laughs> the the ship uh, that they are flying uh, isn't an airship with uh, a pocket of gas. It has like like oh, carnival like, balloons on it, oh, like oh, oh, for oh. show. Right. Um, it is definitely um, graviton. It's it's mostly graviton uh, tech that's keeping it aloft, um, as well as like aether powered engines and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's not like a balloon. To shoot oh, down, then I don't. Yes. I and it's like it's like kind of like a uh, like a very wide ship. Uh, it's very like flat, um, and like the nose kind of like dips up like a little bit. Like it's kind of like a long ship, like a Viking ship, uh, in like its shape, except for the fact that like its body is like super wide, um, and so it's like this big platform ship. Uh, and uh, as you guys were talking. Um, you see the ship is the ship actually really hasn't changed its uh, speed. It slowed down a little bit over Parliament and then picked it back up. Uh, and uh, you see people uh, like all the all the people who are like dive bombing down uh, are starting to like go back up. And you see uh, the uh, the carnival ship is starting to continue its movement across and out of Renville and. Uh, Behind it, attached by ropes, seems to be like some kind of large metal something uh, that is being like hung behind. So there's only one seat in the plane, right? There's only one one seat per plane, yes. And as as you can see, uh, uh, Barnabas, uh, unfortunately, with the carnival, they are are quick to arrive and quick to leave with their with uh, with whatever they're after. Um, and it seems like like this attack is almost over. I think, I think we should go. Okay. Okay. You is know how to fly a plane? A little bit. You just, I can just hold on. Take us to the ship. That's not how planes work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not the first time I've done it. <laughs> Even now. <laughs> you can hold on to Talia's plane. Uh, Barnabas, I, I don't mean to call you uh, big boned or anything, but uh, these planes are very, very uh, finely crafted uh, ships. Uh, your added weight will... Uh, will it, it's not a good idea. You're better off flying one yourself if you plan to fly. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like it's... All right, I'm going to go prototype. get in a plane right now. Uh, um, um, okay, so... so uh, 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 Listen to Zeke and and uh, follow his his commands in the air. Uh, I'm these these I shall planes. I should be very careful, Mr. Joypot. The, nope these these planes are not worth your lives. If you have to let them fall, let them fall and save yourselves. I do have a parachute. <laughs> Parachutes under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
I'm going. All right, um, um, uh, hold on. And uh, he, like, runs over to, like, the wall panel and, like, pulls out, like, a tool and, like, rips it off the wall and, like, works with the wires a little bit. And he's like, this radio will help us uh, remain in communication uh, as you as you go. I'll try to sort out what they are doing down here and, uh, and perhaps we can figure out uh, uh, how you can stop them from whatever, get back whatever they took. Yes. Um... Uh, who wants it? <laughs> and he holds up the radio. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Barnabas, there you go. Uh, make sure not to lose that. Uh, of course. All right. So, uh, yes, let's let's uh, pre-check flights. Pre-check flights. Zeke, you have yours. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll help Talia and Barnabas with theirs. And uh, he opens up the, the door that leads to the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Leads to where the planes are. <laughs> and he goes, it's a bit of a tight fit, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, you should really make the cars bigger and have you considered a bathroom? <laughs> oh, there's a bathroom behind the three trains. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, now it is a prototype. I can always make adjustments. Uh, yeah, I will definitely put that in my notes. But there's no time! <laughs> I slide under... And I go to the next one. Uh, yes, um, he can't fit. He's <laughs> like, I only ever worked on them when they were uh, outside. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, good luck then. <laughs> I just, I, can I fit in it? I can fit in it. It's tight, right? But I can fit in. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tight. Um, his was uh, Zeke's was slightly modified to have the controls a little bit closer to him. Mm. But even then, it's really like thin. Like you sit down and like your hips are snug. Yes. Like your your <laughs> hips are like snug in this seat. Sure. Um, you strap yourself in. You have to adjust like the legs a little bit. Um, and like you know, like everything does seem slightly adjustable. And you kind of, you've been in an airship before. You, I mean, you're Farishta, so you kind of have like a natural knack for it. And so like you, you really quickly, you're like. You, know, you remember, like, growing up, it's okay. Every every basic flying uh, vehicle has, you know, pitch, yaw, and lift. Pitch, yaw, okay, let me see. Okay, this controls this, this controls this. Okay, and you start to kind of figure it out, Talia. Uh, Barnabas, you squeeze your way through to the uh, third plane. I parkour. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> Roll dexterity. <laughs> Here to do. <laughs> you don't parkour, but you do, like smoothly move your way through like like there's like one point where instead of like squeezing through something you kind of like jump up and grab onto like a, a pipe and like swing over like the obstruction uh and you guys see this and it's like he's he's not a young man barnabas he's not like particularly old he's not like jolly pot's age but he's not that far off from jolly pot's age he's like in his 50s and he is fit uh, and and seems like seems like very athletic right because he's an adventurer <laughs> he did have young eyes. Perhaps he's just spry with all the adrenaline. <laughs> and, you just uh, hear him mouth in the distance. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barnabas, you jump into the uh, jump into the seat, and it is extra cramped for you. You kind of sit in there, and you're like a little like uh, you have like the naturally like wide shoulders. You're kind of bulky. And you're like oh, uh, and you kind of squeeze into the seat, and you know the are, like the controls are a little awkward for you. You kind of kind of like push your elbows back behind your back to like have control of the uh, the control sticks. Uh, the radio crackles on. Uh, uh, Barnabas, can you hear me, Barnabas? Yes. Yes. Uh, the three planes have radios that uh, interconnect, so you should be able to communicate with your with your uh, with the other two. Um, please, I, I I I don't recommend this course of action, but if you three are insistent upon it, uh, work together, and and uh, you should be able to survive, or at the very least, parachutes under the sheet. Jolly uh, pot. Yes. My books aren't fiction. 
I'll be okay. Right. Okay. Tally ho! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he turns on. He turns on the propeller inside. Wait! 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 <laughs> we have to get the train up to speed. Hold on! And uh, uh, the train is moving forward at this point, and uh, uh, Jolly Pot, um, presumably, like, uh, so he's like, "All right, here, you, uh, here we go!" And uh, uh, the like, the you guys kind of sitting in darkness in your individual cars, and the roofs. Open up and light shines down on you, and they fold down on the side of the train, and your uh, uh, your platforms all raise up, uh, and you are all now on top of the train, which is moving. Uh, seems like uh, you see like this like dark smog pouring out of like the engine. Uh, maybe Jollypot did something to give it extra <laughs> extra speed. Uh, you guys fire up your propellers, Barnabas. You already had yours on, um, <laughs> and uh, Barnabas, I need you to roll science for me. <laughs> I rolled a two. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Zeke and Talia, you uh, disengage your uh, graviton uh, uh, like connectors, and this is very exciting. You start to, you start to take off. Uh, Barnabas, you see them taking off, and you're like, I have it at full throttle. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Barnabas. Barnabas. Release the graviton yes. orbs. The switch by your knee. Just hit it. Don't, don't tell them that. Click. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you flip it on and that turns on like a heads up display. Your other knee. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like trying to reach around his knee. Click. And then boom, you you uh, you since you don't have like your hands on your controls, you just kind of like wildly take off and uh, uh, and manage to uh, uh, grab con- control of your. Uh, of your vessel before it just like flips over and crashes immediately, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you are you are shakily catching up with the other two. Uh, these things are fast, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, Talia, you fall in formation behind Zeke, uh, almost looking like you know what you're doing, because uh, you know it's 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 not like completely foreign to you, but like you're still like this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. S- and uh, uh, Barnabas is like lower altitude from you guys, having trouble climbing an altitude, and uh, like trying to catch up with you. T- you two. What are you guys I'm quite do? the pilot, aren't I? <laughs> All right, everyone, form up on me. I'll take us in. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> I'm in formation, but I'm like drifting back and forth. Like yeah, and you're losing. Things. Like you're constantly like dropping in altitude and pulling yourself back up. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you guys can see, like, off in the distance, uh, the, um, the ship pulling away. Uh, I need everyone to roll notice for me. Yes! I rolled a two and still get tier two. <laughs> I'm busy instructing Barnabas on how to keep himself from crashing. <laughs> um, I rolled tier two. Tier two? All right, so those of you with tier two, uh, and actually Zeke, even with a tier one, um... Because you have special eyes. <laughs> Uh, you see, like, the ship off in the distance, uh, it's, like, it's moving very quickly, but you are actually quicker than it. Uh, and whatever was hanging below it is not, like, hanging... It, you can't tell if it's, like, up against the thing or whatever, like, but it's, like, if it's there, and from this distance, it's hard to tell, uh, but if it's there, uh, it's not, like, hanging as far down as it was before, because before it was, like, hanging, like, like 200, 300 foot ropes, and now you don't see it, like, hanging there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, you guys uh, 
continue uh, going. I just want everyone really quickly to roll a uh, uh, dexterity check for me. I rolled a one. Uh, that's uh, tier two. Uh, tier two for Zeke. Tier three. Tier three for Talia. Uh, and Barnabas, you got a one. Uh, so Zeke says, form up on me. Uh, Talia, you fly right in. Uh, you remember all the times, like, you and your brother talked about, like, you know, hunting Paldoran pirates, and, like, you've seen, you've seen more than your fair share of, like, ceremonial flybys and stuff, so, like, you know, like, airships are a very common thing in Farishta culture, uh, planes and large ships alike, so you, like, you, you know what you're supposed to do, and you just lock in right behind, uh, right behind Zeke. Uh, Barnabas, you, uh, turn, (laughs) you turn your ship sideways and dip down and fly way to the left, and then pull up, and you're actually, like, are at the same altitude as them, but you are, like, a good, like, 40 feet to the left of them. If that's where you can keep your ship, keep it there. (laughs) And then Zeke and Talia slowly coast over to the <laughs> left uh, to line up with Barnabas, <laughs> putting him in the back left of the formation behind Zeke. Um, and uh, you guys are approaching, and as you uh, as you are zipping across, even over the sound of these roaring engines and the blaring winds, you hear that bum, 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 like the bombastic anthem of the carnival getting louder and louder as you close in on that ship. And that's where we'll end this session. It's only mildly terrifying. Do I see an exhaust port? (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Cracked Monocle Gaming. Tefra, the steampunk RPG, is a trademark of Cracked Monocle Gaming, all rights reserved. Go to www.crackedmonocle.com for more information.